You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. He's back again. It's been um, it's been over 200 episodes since you've been on. Cecil, the man with the plan, the man who has cheated and figured out we're in a simulation itself. Yes, sir. <laughs> there are too many moments in life where I start going, yeah, we're definitely in a simulation. And whoever's running the script of this thing, can I just beat the shit out of them? I hate to say that because it sounds horrible, but just life i'm like just make there's got to be a robbie out there or a cecil out there that's living in another dimension that has everything that they have ever wanted and never has to worry about a thing you know it man i, I have dreams about that person too i'm starting to think that uh, some of the dreams i have are glimpses into other dimensions that's what i'm talking about i said imagine if you go to sleep and then when you go to sleep, you actually die and you go to that dimension, you go to that other person's experience, which is exactly like you in every single way. And there's only one small, minute detail difference. And that is the timeline of how that day is going to go. Imagine if someone comes out of nowhere, a government CEO, men in black type characters at Cecil. Every time you go to sleep, you actually die. And there's infinite Cecils. And each one that you wake up to is going to be a different Cecil than the one that went to bed. So even those power naps, you take 10 minute ones. Yeah, that's like the what was that fucking movie with uh, Jet Li in it? One in a hundred or something like that. I just think of Forbidden Kingdom with Jet Li. The one, the one he went to all the alternate dimensions to uh, kill all his other cells so he could get more powerful. <laughs> like <laughs> That's a Mortal Kombat plot if I've ever heard one. I got to kill everybody and make sure I'm the top dog. That was an awesome movie, man. Uh, that, But that's exactly the premise of that was. uh. He had to kill all his alternate dimension selves, and he, every time he did, he'd get more, like, he'd get way better kung fu skills, basically. <laughs> what do you think's more realistic, that we're going to hit another dimension or we're going to come in contact with aliens? Well, um, after reading the UAP report, getting pretty pissed off, probably. Uh, <laughs> like most of the world. <laughs> probably another dimension. Oh, there's no aliens, but you guys need to give us some more fucking money so that we can. <laughs> Everybody was pressing for a UAP release, and then we finally got hopes of getting it. And then everyone's like, don't get your hypes up. And then next thing you know, it's like nine pages of just pure shit where you're like unidentified alien phenomena. And then they felt like a whole entire page would need to explain the whole acronym. Like it actually means things that we have not been. I'm like, oh, now you're fucking with me. And then when I hit the second page, I was like, bro, really? You're just going to explain? Yeah, from some occurrences from 1973 to now, we've not been able to explain certain things. On to page three to continue. It's like, are you kidding me? that was that was a pretty big letdown like i was i was totally expecting at least them to say well eh, there's about 80 percent chance that it's out of this world or something you know but no <laughs> you know there's they're basically one. asking for more money is what they're doing and yeah you, you know there's one person out there with a highlighter that's trying to find the coded messaging in it all like they've technically said that there's things that they can't explain which leads it open for speculation upon maybe there is an alien dimension now, when it comes down to it, man, it's probably all government. I mean, like my my other co-host claims that he read something about one of the people that really one of the 
Air Force agents or pilots or whatever that said that um, they were taken back after they seen it and brought into a hangar and the thing was sitting in the hangar and the commander said, do you think that's real? And he said, yeah, I'm looking right at it. He said, go touch it. And when he went to go touch it, his hand went through it. So it was a hologram. Is it possible that it's just technology that's been able to manipulate the next dimension? Because I know the dimension talks and everyone's got a different idea of what a dimension is, like an alternate timeline, an alternate universe. They're all separate from what the least Neil deGrasse Tyson and kind of every physicist that's been on a Joe Rogan podcast is talking about these dimensions, which we're now starting to look into. Like the government's just like, yeah, we're going to start trying to figure out that there is another dimension out there to go into. I think it's like Doctor Strange. Maybe it's uh, if you're able to find the other dimension, it's probably like um, smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer for the first time. Eventually, it's like you can't ever undo that. You just did it. So it's like you go into the other dimension. I mean, if you're a kid and you're swimming in a pool, imagine everybody's in the kiddie pool right now. And then you decide this is going to be the day you jump into the deep end. All your fears go away when you step up to that ledge and you jump in the water, you jump in. And now you're like, why was I ever scared to go in here? You never really go back to the kiddie end. You always stay in the deep end. That's very true. And that first time jumping in without knowing how to swim when the water fills your lungs and that euphoria sets in. <laughs> well, hopefully that you know how to swim if you're jumping in the deep end or you just don't have a parent that's neglecting the shit out of you. That's how I accidentally was drowned one time. I accidentally went to the deep end of the uh, the ocean. Like, And by I say deep end of the ocean's dumb, but when you hit the sandbar, you go far out, you drop. There's just a drop without any warning of, hey, there's a sandbar right here. And I was a little kid, went right under. <laughs> I about drowned in the ocean when we was little kids. Um, a wave took me under and drug me out a little bit. It's crazy. Um, the worst part about that was the salt water. It made me puke a lot and it sucked. <laughs> burns, burns your freaking lungs out. I'm like, I don't even really guess you could say that's neglected parents. That's just fucking kids, man. It's hard <laughs> to keep track of those little bastards when they're running around on the sand. Especially when there's a hundred kids like in one little group and they all hit the water and they start spreading out. You just looking for tops of heads. <laughs> Pull up. Not my kid. Drop them back into the water. Hey, you almost saved his life. You just drowned him. <laughs> but do you think like another dimension though is probably why like there's all this stuff we can't explain with other aircrafts. Maybe they're just technology that is way like my theory is all this stuff that is these pyramids, these things that are flying in the sky that people are seeing. And I've talked to Anthony about this. Maybe they're just drones. Maybe it's technology because the government's so far ahead that they're trying to slowly show you, hey, it's easier to say aliens and have people speculating on it and chasing down that rabbit hole because then when they do release this crappy information, it's not – they don't have anything. So it's like we're giving you all of it. We're being honest. We're giving you all of it, but there's nothing because we don't – we have never contacted aliens before. But to the, every other government, Russia – all these other competitors, they see it and they're like, oh, they got that fucking technology. Oh, my God. And more than likely, that's what it is, because whenever we think of uh, our little crew, the way that we have the thoughts of how they're going to implement Bluebeam is with drones, basically like Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. I haven't seen it. Um, well, I refuse to watch any new Spider-Man. <laughs> well, they're actually all right. <laughs> I don't like Tom Holland. You don't like Tom Holland? No. That poor little adorable boy. <laughs> I get called Tom Holland way too many times. I can see it. <laughs> um, but I look at it like, remember, because it's so hard to tell what's real because of everything that's came out that's ended up being false or everything that gets proven wrong later. The big thing during the pandemic, 
was that remember those pillars that were showing up everywhere and you were like oh my god it's going to be like this intense alien maybe they're mining our planet trying to find the weak spots to blow it up and then it turns out it was an artist that did it yeah i think a lot of it's like that like this information like uh even it even goes down to cryptids we spoke with jeremy wrist once and he said that he feels like uh for instance the skinwalker ranch you're trying to combine everything into one thing so that when it comes up everybody will be desensitized to it he said that they keep referring to everything as phenomenon like uh uaps are a phenomenon uh bigfoot's a phenomenon ghosts are a phenomenon like they're trying to make it one cover term for everything and it makes sense to me because when it comes down to it there's so much disinformation like i i found they real bigfoot video earlier um and i was watching it and it was a bigfoot fighting a brown bear but it was from me to this ashtray of somebody filming it it was a really good suit but they were like this is a real fight between a big bigfoot and a bit a brown bear it was like the bum fights of bigfoot basically is what it was and like so there's that kind of disinformation so whenever we have disinformation and we see the real thing you can't distinguish between the two and technologies became so advanced in video editings and things like that that we'll never know now like i, you can have I, I believe that you can have a picture and you it could be fake you don't know you just don't know anymore I mean, there was a wombo app i think it was called where it was taking people's faces and making them sing a song and dance like a perfect photo of like somebody's face like i i had a picture from like 2006 i used and it made my face sing like michael jackson's thriller like made the whole head what it does is it does the 3d pano view near where your ears are so it makes it look like your head's doing a full rotation turn but it does it to a photo and then moves the lips too so it looks like it's doing that i mean i have photos on my phone for shirt designs and i mess up the shirt design and in the thing i can see the mess up i go into my app and i just blosh it and next you know it looks like it was never even there it can remove objects in front of what the thing you're taking a picture of is i mean it's getting so advanced like i said we're entering an era of schizophrenia i've been saying this for a long time nobody's going to know what to believe my thing is i'm more interested in the illuminati type shit oh yeah rather than i'm interested in all this alien stuff because at this point you're not going to know until someone shows themselves to you you know because it's been so much misinformation the illuminati thing really hasn't been tapped in as much i mean there's some a lot of it when it comes to jfk but people think it's like a bunch of shrouded people with cloaks i'm like i don't think it's that at all i think it's a bunch of people that have enough money to really truly run a lot of shit and that's what it is a bunch of people that get invited to the table if money's on their mind and they have a lot of money yeah, a lot of people think that the shadow governments and things like that are the people that meet the Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Bohemian no, wait, Rhapsody. that's not Grove. <laughs> yeah, they Rhapsody's meet queen. queen. They meet with that queen song <laughs> every year. But um, but they, I think that if you know that they're probably the ones that's in charge, they probably are not. I think the people that's actually in charge are more than likely public figures but not as well known basically like you got your jeff bezos and your bill gates and everybody like these billionaires but you know somewhere out there there's trillionaires that treat these billionaires like they did millionaires that's what i said it's like as if me and you are having a conversation we can understand but if we walk in a room full of toddlers we're fucking gods like we can kick them and we can move them the only issue that they can do to stop us is deadweight themselves where you pick up like a one or two year old and they just deadweight 
because they don't want to move. And it's like, damn it, now you're harder to move, but you can still move them. Elon Musk probably looks at a lot of people like I can have a conversation with some people. But when I talk to you, I got to bring on kids gloves. It's like when I hear Neil deGrasse Tyson talk, he's a very good speaker at things that people don't understand. But he's also very fucking complicated and trying to figure out the things that he's saying because you got to pause it. And okay, let me get this all hammered out. The issue is, is with conspiracy theories, the idea when you say conspiracy theory, who's the main person you think of when it when you say conspiracy theory? Alex Jones. Exactly. That guy is the safeguard in the face of conspiracy theory. So if you get lumped into that boat, as much as he's gotten right, mm-hmm. you can everyone. He just the, the public has made him so bad and people go like I talked about the Clintons. I feel like they knocked off that one, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who's McAfee? The big guy, the virus guy puts up a tweet two years ago saying if I if I hung myself or something, it wasn't me. And then next thing you know, there's all this crap that he's dead now. He hung himself and people like brought up that tweet. And then apparently all the information that he dead man switched to release, like when he does die, was in that Florida condo that crashed. And here's the issue. It's all plausible. And people go, that's a, that's a conspiracy theory. I said, the issue with conspiracy theories is how fucking true you can make something. When, I, when we said Bohemian Grove a minute ago, you said Bohemian Rhapsody. I can create a conspiracy that goes, listen to the song of Bohemian Rhapsody. Freddie Mercury is trying to tell you about a shadow society. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? <laughs> Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. That can it's convincing now. You just gotta find a way to make the dots connect. And next thing you know, you end up going down this fucking rabbit hole where we got people attacking the Capitol. Why were the cops letting the people in? I have no clue. <laughs> That's exactly right. And you know, now that you say that conspiracy about Queen, I totally believe it. <laughs> that's the thing is like that's i'm stamping that one that's mine i created that one um but no if you really look and examine these things i think it's like this they don't try and squash a lot of these out as much as the censorship is now letting you talk about the lab is now letting you do so many things it's because it's like you get more attraction with bees if you use honey than vinegar like what you're doing is you're now opening up all these things and there are some hateful stuff you want to censor. But if you let it all out there, there's no room for people to say they're blocking it because it's true. Then you're feeding into that conspiracy thing. So now there's so much out there. We're like, here's the biggest one that I want to get your thoughts on. You think octopuses come from another planet? Oh, man, um, I, I've put some thought into it before, but my, my whole thing is, man, I don't I'm about. They've got me convinced. They got me almost back to the thought that space might be real. Um, Space might be real. Yeah, because for the longest time, I was like, you know, I just don't think space is real anymore. Dome over us. Yeah, kind of like because there's so much things I've read. There's so many different things I've read about, you know, the flat Earth and you know with Project Fishbowl and von warren i can't remember his name is so early warren von braun warren von braun his psalms 111 or whatever on his tombstone talking about the firmament and it's just like hmm you know like so i'm I'm almost back to the thought that everything might be uh from another planet um when it comes to octopi i don't know um probably probably alternate dimension that's more in line the lines of where i think aliens come from or alternate dimensions basically i think aliens and octopuses are completely different things only because i get it because there's nothing else like it 
it's like a squid. I was actually, this is where my thoughts come is because I've talked to plenty of marine biologists and one specifically that studies squids. So she was like, they're so fascinating. I, she studies the physiology of animals. Her name's Carly, shout out to her. Um, but she has this, she, I was talking to her. I was like, is it because like with my hand, if I go to punch something, you know, it's going to go extended out. It's going in one direction, even though whatever direction I want to punch in, you can see it from my elbow. You can tell my elbow as a base point to be able to study physiology is kind of predicting and watching movements and being able to study the patterns with it. An octopus has no fucking bones. You can't predict where that arm is going to go. If it's going to wrap around your face, it's going to wrap around your neck. It's going to snap you in half. You don't know with a squid or with an octopus. And sadly, I don't think they come from another planet. I just think there's 70 something percent of our oceans we haven't discovered. There's probably shit just like that way down there that's living down there because sad, what's weird is squids go back before dinosaurs do. And that's just because time, we only base it off the sun. Deep down in the ocean where there is no sunlight, time does time moves differently. It's slower. It doesn't move like how it does up there. It's like in space when your bone density gets lost. Down there, there's no with, with sunlight, there's no like time is just different. Everything's slower. That makes sense. And octop octopus, that, that goes to another cryptid. And people talking about conspiracies and stuff, man. Like nobody believed that a kraken was real, you know, a giant it's a whale's penis. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that up and she did too. I was like, thank God, because you're the first one who said it, not me. But you know, in 2006, I think it was, they found that giant octopus. Well, it was know? a colossal squid. Yeah, a colossal squid. So now though now those are real but before 2006 everybody thought it was just a myth you know well so. i think it's because of the way she explained it to me was that when octopuses are near death they float to the surface because they give off ammonia which causes them to rise and she thinks that all these people pirates that were you know seeing a kraken attacking their ship was really just an octopus's tentacles battling like hitting the side of the boat because it's dying and it's because that's how they see is with their hands and it makes sense why you would think it was a whale penis too because when whales they put up a picture of that and nessie it looked exactly the same besides the shadow <laughs> and i'm like imagine you're on a ship for six months and all you have to drink is alcohol you're going to be drunk as shit and you're going to look over to the side and you're going to overreact to what this thing is. How many times do you see a girl or you see someone you're attracted to when you're drunk and you wake up, you're like, I've made a horrible mistake <laughs> in the youth quite a bit. <laughs> now I don't know any of these. That's what I'm saying. But here's where the evidence for where all this stuff comes from is their, their perspective. I, I like hearing the open-minded discussion of this type of stuff. I love to think if it was aliens, but also, you know more about that. And then from people I've talked to who study it scientifically, that's their perspective. I'm not on a side. I just want to hear everybody's thoughts on this because everybody makes fucking sense when it starts going to this is where I say it's like religion. Who's to say that yours is right? Let's, maybe they're all right. Yeah. And, you know, there's religions that's way older than any of the religions that's currently studied now. Like, I don't know, it's, when it comes to the religion thing, I've got on to a kick about that when I was a teenager. There's just so many out there, and a lot of them are the exact same. They just have different names in them. It's weird. Well, imagine you find out that deep in the ocean there's a giant asteroid, and that's where it's been leaking out all these fucking sea creature things that we can't describe of where they come from, huh? That's probably what it is. Uh, but um, I don't know, man. Like, this whole world, the world we're living in now is so different than six years ago. Like, Do you still believe I've, the birds thing? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, still believe I, I, believe, <laughs> I believe in that more than anything. When you brought up the telephone wire thing and how they always sit on telephone wires, I'm like, that's a fucking true statement right there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm still leaning toward birds are being fake. But I don't know, man. The more research I do on everything, the more I'm I'm starting to get a little skeptical about everything. But you know, even when I get skeptical about things, I look back at the conspiracies that were true, that were end up being true, like your project mockingbirds your project bro beams uh, even paperclip was a conspiracy for a little like a couple of years well pangea was a conspiracy theory before they figured out that it actually an asteroid did break apart all the continents yeah. and now i've read something the other day they're starting to think that pangea might not even existed again like it's just so crazy man like i don't know you just don't know what to believe anymore and one and everybody says well now we got the internet you know so we know exactly what's going to be true from now on but no you don't you have no way of knowing what's going to be true like is that an issue with the fact that maybe we got the wrong stuff first or is that just the fact of maybe that everything's kind of being another side to it now so we don't know what to believe so it's just easier to say all these other types of things but see it gets weird because even when you talk about science, science is not the same science it was five years ago. Science is now like it doesn't mean anything. You don't have to. It, it, it's all one sided. It's all very, very biased. And I know a lot of scientific studies, obviously, you're going to try and put down your biases for it. But I watch middle ground a lot where they bring in people from two different sides to talk it out and debate like scientists debating with flat earthers. It's so hard because everybody's got their own fucking point where it's like I can't really even pick anything here. And that's what's that's what's that's that's where the confusion comes from because everybody studies their own individual things so hard and so long that they can prove anything. It's insane. Like like the flat earth thing. I, I was leaning toward flat earth. I was actually on I was actually on flat earth for a minute, but now I'm kind of drifting back to I have no fucking idea. Because I'm I really think that it's probably just all simulation. That's my that's my go-to because I read an article where they had broken down DNA cells so far that it looked like binary code. And that's crazy. Um, so if the if that is true and they broke down these DNA cells to where it looks like binary code, then we're just all computers. And I feel like it's part of that magic thing where they have to tell you what's going on, but not really they have to tell you what's going on a little bit so that they can get away with it and suck your illusion and everything. Um, that's on the dirtiest part. <laughs> I've been talked about for the longest time with plenty of people that study psychedelics. And when they go on these psychedelics trips, they start seeing ones and zeros and numbers and like the kind of the environment in the world, like everything's made of ones and zeros. And I said, imagine if your genetic code, your hand, everything is ones and zeros. And sadly, when you're born, everything's zeros. And then somehow you lose in touch with the earth after all your whole entire life experiences and your mind starts to warp and neglect things. And you start developing where a one is, where it shouldn't be so you start getting like okay you have back issues now okay well that was because you weight lifted okay well you lost this and this is a one and a zero where it shouldn't be and then i don't you get down this rabbit hole of like is it a simulation code or is it the fact to be able to understand the meaning of life it's like trying to ask a toddler what god is it goes it's it's a magnificent old guy sitting on a gold throne with a white beard it's like that's what the movies show them it's you're trying to describe something that it's it's why when i get into uh conversations with people who are 
And you'll see it with UFOs too. When you see the famous UFO stories and the guys like this dude's doing a very bad job explaining what he saw, it just sounds so fake and people go, it's scripted, it's scripted. Try explaining something where in our English or whatever vocabulary you know, there is no fucking words for, and you're trying to paint an image in someone's head. Exactly. And you know, the whole UFO, UFO sightings and descriptions, even back in the olden times, they described it as a chariot of fire, like as a chariot, but it's on fire because that's the highest technology they knew about transportation. And now, you know, we're, we're up to where we know what planes and shit are supposed to look like. So when you see something in the sky, like the there's the Horton Brothers airplane that was created during World War II. That looks a lot like the description of the Roswell crash, but it was like a triangular airplane, you know, look like a boomerang in a way. So it's really hard to say, man, like we can, like you said, we can only describe what we know. So who's to say in a hundred years, we won't be describing it as something else. You know, it's crazy. Um, some people described it as just a star falling or maybe an angel descending from the sky back in the days, you know, so that's just what they knew and what? you can find cave paintings and shit with ufos on them all the time it's, in, it's insane well the idea of cave paintings was ended up found a new theory was that they're actually moving pictures what happens was if you stuck one of those oil lamp candles those little flickers those flames you stick one of those things they're made from fat that's what the candle wick is made from is fat animal fat and they would light these candles and they would notice these pictures on the wall what they thought were just people drawing down their history in a way they actually flicker with the candlelight to make moving pictures and they thought they were actually onto a form of entertainment a way to keep them described being able to understand things during the night i mean with the what is it the v venezuelan woman or the vitruvian woman whatever it's called the giant statue with the huge like knockers all these fertility things they thought it was a a, a, a they saw this statue in a river and thought it was this thing that was meant to be like a idol or something to help you if you're trying to have a kid you know they thought you bless this thing you hold on to it and eventually you'll become pregnant and have a kid but then they started to realize i think it's a doll it's a kid's toy it's a kid's doll it's something that a little child had and held like an action figure like somebody's gonna find your gi joes from 1996 in a fucking back dump somewhere and think that this was what every single person on earth looked like a fucking ken doll that's probably what's going on um that's funny that you said about the flicker and and the m moving pictures or whatever because i was reading something the other day and they found uh basically porno pictures in the back cave <laughs> so that's probably what it was there's one dirty fuck in the back just sitting there drawing tits <laughs> i was like you know, down there's watching porn dude go past the beaded rocks and you'll find larry who's selling fucking beaded pictures man this media though that we live with nowadays you never know what's real like and they're so descriptive about everything i've actually got something i was wanting to read to you um this is from our local news outlet um and this is somebody that was arrested listen to how they described this it was reported that a male subject was in a physical fight with a female subject and had allegedly grabbed her by her neck, applying pressure to make it difficult for her to breathe. Isn't that the longest way ever to say he choked her? 
<laughs> Bill Burr has a joke about it with the Me Too movement. He goes, how many of these are like just really fucking crazy? Like one, there was like, like a guy jacking off with a martini in his hand and, you know, came out of a, a, a trailer or whatever with a martini's hand. And she goes, and he was rubbing himself vicariously or voraciously and he's like why the hell did you need it if you're doing it right that's the way you do it like opposed to what and it's like it's true like a lot of the media do they include stuff you don't need to know why do they include the race of a person that just was shot why don't you say a person a human being's life was gone but they need to be descriptive over some types of things and it's like oh my god like some of the stuff you do it's like completely you're looking at it you're like you're so biased in the way that you post things. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. Like, I don't know the whole, it's, it's crazy how it seems like they're setting everything up to make everybody hate each other. Like, I don't know. More drama, more fights, more news. I didn't grow up in that kind of situation. Like, I don't know. Every The cops hate everybody around here. <laughs> See, that's the thing I get upset about because I work at a gym where we see a lot of cops and a lot of these guys are such great people. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But our town was trending on Twitter like a week or so ago from a taser video. And it was like you didn't see before that when the kid was doing all the other shit where it's like you, you can I get it. I mean, I get it both sides. But then they wanted to bring race into it. They wanted to bring all this stuff into it. I'm like, guys. There's bigger shit to worry about. Like, is anybody worried about the Illuminati? Because that's all I fucking think about. Is anybody worried about China? I'm thinking about the CCP 24 7. Yeah, that's true. And like around, I think it's more based on the area you live in, really, because we've not really had any shootings around here unless somebody was, you know, shooting back. <laughs> um, because in Kentucky, what they'll mainly do is they'll just beat your ass. I've had my ass whipped by the cops a couple of times when I was younger. Like, I deserved it. <laughs> I had a gun pulled out on me before, but I didn't fucking think it's every cop. I just know the ones where it's like, you definitely shouldn't be a cop. Yeah. And that is another issue, too. Power trip probably has a lot to do with it. Like Stanford prison experiment. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, I mean, if you walk up to somebody and you don't have probable cause and you ask them for their ID, they can turn it down. They can be like, no, nah, I'm not giving you your ID. And then that always turns into, give me your ID, motherfucker. Like, that escalated too quick, you know? <laughs> like, I had a buddy. Um, His name's, well, he was a friend of a friend. But we went to the, uh, my town's a tourist spot. It's a beach town. So we were at the beach. We're walking on, like, the boardwalk, which is, like, this, like, long, there's, it's, like, carnival games and shit. We're walking down this thing. There's a bunch of cops just standing around. And his name's Hanley. He has a fucking Tourette's. So he just starts going, go fuck yourself. And they call him the pigs and all this type of stuff. And the cops come over and they start going over to him like he has Tourette's. And like, well, where's your medical card that says you have Tourette's? And he does have one. But somehow he couldn't get out of his tick. So he just kept saying, go fuck. And he just kept saying it over and over again. And I'm like, dude, just get him your ID. And he's like, they're reaching for like a baton to beat the shit out of him. And I'm like, hang on a second. He has Tourette's. Let me get it out for him. I ended up pulling it out for him. I was like, he's not even my friend either. That's the hard part. I was like, but I didn't want to see some me get my ass kicked and then him get his ass kicked. You know, it's all about the perspective of it. Me keep it in the front pocket. <laughs> no, he yeah. had it in his back part of where this is. This was like, there's a big trend like six, seven years ago where people were keeping their wallets in their back pockets. And then a bunch of pickpock videos came out of people like, oh yeah, don't keep your wallet back there. Uh, 
If if anybody takes my wallet or not getting shit, they can have it. <laughs> like, I have, that was on. There was a video on Facebook I saw. A guy was sitting in a bar and it was getting robbed, and he just sat there having a beer. And then the guy takes a shotgun and puts it into the dude's fucking ribs who's having a beard, and he goes, "Give me your wallet." And tries to take the guy's phone and the guy's holding onto his phone like you're not touching my fucking phone. And he puts his phone on the bar counter and the guy goes, give me your wallet. He goes, all I have is $2 in here and that's for my next beer. And he lights up a fucking cigarette and starts smoking while everyone's like walking around with guns and everybody else is on the floor like, what the fuck? He goes, get your, he goes, hey, while you're back there, can you grab me another beer? And the guy goes, get your own fucking beer. They <laughs> interviewed him on the thing and he was like, I, I deal with so much shit on a daily basis. I'm not dealing with anybody else's shit anymore. He goes, if anybody else wants to live, don't do what I did, but I'd give shit i was like i like that guy i like that too i'm, I'm assume that everybody's going to reach that point in their life anymore to where they're just like i don't give a fuck you know <laughs> that's with cancel culture i talk about cancel cultures on this huge rise like a, a couple months ago i was like not anymore now i think people are starting to be like i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say and if you have a fucking problem with it then go somewhere else because it's it, all the real comedians i would say like they know they're not horrible jackals of the universe. They're just cracking a joke on something. It's like Dave Chappelle is like, I'm tired. You maybe leave for a year and a half. I quit comedy. Bo Burnham I got anxiety. I had to quit because of all you guys, you know, then he ends up coming back and creating more music. Cause he's like, at this point, you just gotta be like, all right, I don't give a shit about anybody else. I'm trying to balance out my own head. Now I think cancel culture might be winding down a little bit. I think they've got everybody they wanted to get, you know, and it seems like it hit its point right before the elections, you know, like, I don't know, man. It just seems like distraction. It really does. Now, some people deserved it. Some people didn't like a uh, Louis CK. I love Louis CK. Um, he just jacked off in front of people, which I understand how <laughs> traumatic, you know, I completely understand. But like Dave Chappelle said, why didn't you just fucking leave the room? He you know? said he was going to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's just the fault of people didn't take them seriously. <laughs> like I'm getting ready to jack off. But that'd be like me and my friends sitting around outside and getting drunk. And I'm like, Hey guys, I'm going to go ahead and rub one out. And everybody's like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's like that Dave Dorbick guy. He was all of his videos, this popular YouTuber, uh, whatever D Dorbick, whatever his name is. It gives away like PS, not Mr. Beast. It's another guy. He's, a, he's one of those, you know, who Mr. Beast is, right? Yeah, that guy gives away shit all the time. Yeah, he's he's like one of those guys. He's a popular YouTuber, makes a lot of money, drives around in fancy cars and crashes them and does all this stupid shit. Well, yeah. apparently a lot of his videos were filmed when there was like like a rape that was going on. And shit. then he got a lot of shit on him because a bunch of people, like a bunch of main YouTubers called him out. You know, like in some, I think the H3 podcast. They did a whole entire like four hour episode where they dismantled everything and had people on that were there at the time, explain the whole situation and get the whole thing down. Dude was trending, like kill this fucking guy on Twitter like a couple months ago. And then he yeah. just came back recently and he's trending again. Everyone's like, oh, I'm so happy you're making videos again. And they're like, did everybody just forget the whole <laughs> entire shit that we all everyone took him down? And then now they're so happy six months later to have him back. Wow, that's insane. And like Chris D'Elia, man, he got he got kicked out of like movies and shit. They CGI'd over him in that yeah. new then movie, and it all came out to be basically bullshit. Like it was weird. And well, it's true, but it wasn't like as far as they were taking it. Like a bunch of people ran with it. Yeah, like like the they found the emails where they had 
edited their emails to show that he was in the wrong, but he had the full list of emails. He, I guess he was smart. Like I need to keep all this shit. You know, <laughs> what I think it was is was he was doing something wrong. And then the, all the edited stuff came out and then he saw that and posted the real stuff. He was still doing stuff, but he wasn't doing as bad as they were making it look. He just wanted to wipe his hands clean with it. And then now he's getting a second look at himself. I mean, that's a lot with everything. The easiest thing to do is to disappear sadly. And sadly, when you disappear is when people start seeing, Oh, well, he did do it. It's like, you have the purple crown and there's Sharpie or purple crown all over my wall. And then I'm like, Cecil, did you do it? But you just don't answer your phone and you drive away. It's like, all right, then he obviously fucking did it. <laughs> no, always, uh, always deny or plead the fifth. <laughs> How far does that get you? I plead the fifth. <laughs> that, uh, that's one of my favorite. Speaking of Chappelle, that's one of my favorite segments of the Chappelle show is uh, whenever he's pleading the fifth. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Sticks yeah. and stones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it gets to this point, though, where it's like it's going to be very, very hard to tell what's real or fake. I mean, if you would have said Bohemian Grove to our grandparents, they would have been like, what are you talking about? And then now all that video comes out and everything and everyone's like, what? But what I hate is the people that go, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I, it's not impossible. I'm like, you just called me a conspiracy theory person for a year and a half telling me everything I said was bullshit. And then it comes out like I talk about Bill Gates wanting to launch a missile into the atmosphere to dissipate particles to dim the sun. Uh, you know that. But when I say it, people go, that's crazy. I'm like, it's not. Just look it up. <laughs> that's exactly true. And Alex Jones is the one that broke Bohemian Grove. But why does Alex Jones, even when he's doing like ads and stuff, sound like he's about ready to step into the ring with like Macho Man Randy Savage? Well, here's the, <laughs> here's the thing I was hinting at earlier when I before I got into the McAfee thing, when I talked about the Clintons knocking off that guy that was making another book about him and his wife's like, he's having another kid like we're having a family like he why would he was happy? Why would he do this? And then you just chalk it up to depression. But the crazy thing is when you really look at like the whole like you know, the, the, whatever, releasing the info, people go, why haven't you, why haven't they killed Alex Jones yet? I was like, cause they already won. They made him look like a nut job. So everything he speaks out now, is just fueling their whole entire thing against him. You, if they kill him, that's when they're going to be like, okay, it was Alex Jones or it was actually a conspiracy theory. It's a fucking uh, Illuminati type that just killed off Alex Jones. But you know, the thing with Alex Jones too, I, I don't know the guy personally or anything. I've only ever seen him. Yeah, I've never I've only seen him on all this stuff. But, you know, I I have a sneaking suspicion that he might be a plant. A plant? Like a CIA plant because his dad was in the CIA and stuff. You know, he's got those ties kind of like Anderson Cooper and all of them like I think he's a hundred like as I just watched the recent Andrew Schultz video with him where he was on there and it's really really like if you hate Alex Jones, it's, you're going to love it. Because it's literally him smashing bottles on his head, him joking about everything that you probably shouldn't be joking about looking like a crazy person. But if you actually watch like full interviews with him where he's talking to like Joe Rogan and you watch those full length ones, man, a while ago, I think about this time last year, he said China owns Hollywood. And then John Cena makes a video to apologizing to China for recognizing um taiwan as a country and you're like oh my god they really do own hollywood and you really 
everything he's saying is kind of making sense, but he does it in such a crazy way. And this is what I talk about. If you create so much conspiracies, if you literally go down every single operation paperclip, MK Ultra, all these stuff that people say are conspiracy theories, and you find out it's true, you start going fucking nuts. And that's kind of like their plan. Make the person sound fucking nuts. I've come on this show plenty of times and rattled off like this is this is and start going off like an intangible. And then you start to realize how crazy it sounds, but it's just because you've soaked up so much information. We're like, oh my God, this explains so much. It's like finding Waldo as a kid. You're fucking losing your marbles. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've, I've been there. Um, there was a point in time where I was going down every single rabbit hole I could go down to. And anybody I talked to just kind of stopped listening to me because I, and then one day, one of my friends, we was at a party and everybody's having a good time. And you could hear me in the background screaming about the Clinton kill list. Like, I was like, maybe I'm going a little far with everything. Okay. What's the Clinton kill list? Cause I only know that they knock off some people, but I don't know how many. God, my, I don't even know anymore. I think it's up Google. To like- we got Google. You got Google. You got the laptop set up. I can't do that or my zoom will crash. Let's see. I think it's up to like a hundred or something, man. They killed a hundred people already. That's what they, that's what the claim is. Jeez. Um, because you know, whenever he was the governor of Arkansas, you know they were flying in all the drugs and everything. So let's see. I'm I'm going down through the list right now. There's no way that we can go through all these. Um, Any recognizable names, like in Billy Madison, where he crosses it off in red highlighter? Maybe there's 93. That's on the list. Let's see. Who was the latest one? The latest one. I think this is listed by the ones that are actually the medical order. Not, yeah, most most noteworthy, like the James McDog McDougal, like when the Clintons were convicted of Whitewater, um, one of their partners died in a apparent heart attack while he was in solitary confinement. Uh, let's see, uh, Mary Mahoney, she was a former White House intern that was murdered July 1997 at Starbucks Coffee in Georgetown. Like, what's interesting is the amount of corruption that gets involved into these things. Like the one guy that was arrested for setting up the brother with a prostitute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's like a family vendetta. And then people are like, what? That's that sounds like fake news. And then you realize it actually we have a guy in our government that has a fucking eye patch. I mean, we're electing James Bond style villains to be <laughs> these j- people that are leading us. And I'm like, who's getting the voting to all this? I don't remember voting in that guy. Yeah, um, I think he's a tech Texas representative of some kind. But yeah, I mean, like there's people that's out of uh suicides on here that's had like two shots like that that would be that would be weird so you gotta be careful though because um a main thing that happens with shooting yourself in the head like when they have the guy puts a gun in his mouth and shoots his head the recall yeah Yeah. so they blow their jaw off on accident i actually read a story about a guy who killed his girlfriend because he tried to kill himself at the last minute she moved him and he the bullet went behind him and shot her in the head and he's spending life in prison i'm like damn like dude you don't even like i get it this is where the excuses kind of come out and i understand because these things do happen they're all the issue is everything is so believable right now where it's like what is the real shit yeah i don't know man like the the whole suicide thing is crazy man like i've had a few friends that's uh committed suicide i don't know that that either takes a lot of balls or no balls at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. 
that's the, probably the best uh, explanation I've ever heard of it was my cousin told me, is it sad or is it horrible? Or is it, you know, the weakest thing you can do is end your life? Or is it one of the strongest things you can do? And I was like, that's true. I mean, I had a buddy who said he was going to shoot himself in the head and second did he legit did the next day. I think it was not the next day, maybe a couple of days later, you know, it's really, really hard to tell if someone's actually meaning it or someone's being, and that's the issue is that life is really unbearable when it comes to, you just feel like you're very, very small in the giant grand scheme of things. Nobody wants to feel small. It's the worst thing in the world to feel. That's true. But every time I feel small, I try to walk into my bathroom and I get stuck in the fucking doorway. <laughs> bigger bathroom. Then. It's like when you're like this, have you ever sat on like a toilet and it's way too small? And you're like, I just need a bigger toilet. I like the, the big giant public ones. They make me feel like I'm okay to go. Yeah. where i'm so big man like um i have to have bigger toilets like i'm six five i think six four and a half and i weigh 350 pounds like it's insane and um we have we have a pretty big toilet but my mom when i go to her house it's like all right so she has a toilet like this big <laughs> like a massive toilet <laughs> cheerio yeah i'm like what the hell do i do with this <laughs> i remember walking into home depot and asking the guy where are your toilet seats at and he's like what i'm like i want a nice toilet seat and he goes okay and we're walking down he goes there's this one right here it's like the nice new style sleek porcelain ones i'm like i want that one he goes which one i'm like that one over there he goes you don't want the new one i go i want that one he goes the wood one i got the fucking wood like glossed over wood he's like why do you want that because i, like, I want to feel like i'm shitting in the mountains when i'm sitting on a toilet <laughs> that is a good thing i don't like the plush toilet seats the ones that got when you sit down i just don't like those i've never even came across those but where do you live I live in Kentucky. I hate those, man. And that's a big thing around here. A lot of people have those. And I'm like, I hate this toilet seat. <laughs> I just, I want something where I don't feel like a child. And at the same time, you know, I'm going to be there for a while. Is that, is that okay? Can I ask for comfortability and pricing as well too? Do you remember, uh, do you remember that show uh, tool time or whatever with uh, Tim Allen? Yeah. Do you remember the, the toilet seat that the toilet that he made for his uh, man cave bathroom or whatever? No. It was a recliner. That's fucking nuts. That's too like, much I comfortability. That. I was like, I'd love to have that though. <laughs> Just it's like there in South Park place. when they found out you, you're sitting on it wrong, you have to turn around and the front's supposed to be a desk so you can still write your memoirs or whatever. And then get up so you can do the log and, and cut it in half with your pee. <laughs> That's so nuts. <laughs> See, but, we can't even figure out what basic things were invented for anymore. That's my fear is that we're gonna end up forgetting a lot of things because we're not remembering it because we just choose not to remember it and then we're going to end up repeating it well I, I lay a lot of credence into the fact that you know we went through what five or seven mass like mass extinctions like extinction events over the lifetime of the earth i really think that there's a point to where technology gets so advanced hang on a second um where the technology gets so advanced that you know, we wipe ourselves out and then start over again. That's that's where I'm at with everything because that would explain like why people thought that, that the Atlantans were so advanced and they probably were in like another mass extinction event. But they, um, I'm sorry about the dogs barking. You're good. Keep um, but but um, <laughs> but I think that where the Atlantans were so 
advanced, they probably just wiped everything out. And I think that's where we're headed now. We're going to get so advanced that we'll end up wiping ourselves out again and go back through another cleanse, basically. Or maybe you perfect yourself so much that you forget the basic need for having struggle in the first place. How many times do people today get so comfortable that, you know, they forget the basic necessities? I don't know how to kill a, a tiger with my bare hands. I don't know how to do any of those types of things. My thing about it is like 10 years ago when I was in my mid-20s, I could have fought a bear and probably I, I felt like I would have had a chance. You know, I was pretty big. I was strong. We all think that at some point it doesn't happen. I did fight a deer one time. A um, deer's easier than a bear, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. A big buck. <laughs> Those things are murderous. But um, but now, um, for instance, I don't do shit now. I don't work out. I don't do anything. And um, my friends were like, let's go on a hike. And I was like, all right, you know, a little mile and a half hike. Who cares? I made it about 400 feet up the hill. And I was like, I started, I about started crying. I was like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> dude, I'm not even going to lie, dude. That sounds painful as shit. You got to train for stuff like that. It's like when someone says, I'm going to run a marathon and then they run a marathon. They can do it. Sure. But the next day when their toes, toenails fall off and they're like, I can't feel my feet and I can never walk again. It's like, yeah, no shit. Your body wasn't prepped for it. That it was insane because this mile and a half hike turned into a six mile hike. Jesus. And, and the reason it turned into a six mile hike, they was like, let's take this little off trail and we'll be able to just go up to the main top and see everything. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. You know? And when we got almost to the end of it there was a sign that said warning difficult climb and it was a fucking rock face and i was like i can't do this <laughs> so we had to turn around and walk back <laughs> i uh my uh, i had my cousin on to talk about it and kind of prove that it did happen um because he was there uh we were in hawaii he's from there and we what i thought he was showing me around the island because i'm not native there i'm a tourist so i wanted to see all the cool sights we really went like 11 miles all for a drug deal <laughs> like I, he goes hey i'm like where are we fucking going man we're fucking far and i mean i, I was so excited because i was seeing all like you got to see a zoo you got to see so much as you're walking through the island i mean it's so beautiful to a normal person who lives there it's just natural like you're just used to it but to someone that's never been there before it's a new fucking exploration and i'm fucking walking we're doing all these 11 miles next thing you know he goes sit here i sit down at a bus stop he walks across the street. A kid comes by on a bike, high fives him and hands him drugs as he does it and then comes back and he goes, I got it. And I go, got what? He goes, you didn't know we were doing this. Your brother didn't tell you we were doing this for weed. And I was like, no, I thought we we're walking around the fucking island. And he goes, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I don't even smoke. That's the shitty part is I ain't getting any of that. Not even for a cool drug. <laughs> I was like, Fuck, man. Like that got me so heated. I was like, damn. And then uh, it's that was just funny memories you look back on now. But shit, dude, you got to prep for something like that. My feet hurt all the next day. Thank God I was just swimming. Dude, my wife, my wife almost had to help me sit down on the toilet like the next two days after that hike. It was insane. <laughs> like, that you have to walk in like your legs don't work. You have to do that yourself. Wiping my ass and then sitting down on the toilet and doing that basic stuff. I don't want anybody ever doing for me like i don't know man it was it was so intense it's going from zero to a hundred in like one second isn't is insane like there was a point when we was walking back there like we gotta get off the hill before dark i was like just fucking leave me here <laughs> 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 like, oh, i'm, I'm the bear's food now 
<laughs> I was like, I'm done, man. I can't do this shit no more. <laughs> See that the way you say that, it sounds like, oh my God, who would ever no one no, we're not gonna leave you that. Stop talking crazy. But back in the day, that's what they did. They were like, looks like we're gonna have to leave you, man. That leg is gonna hold us down. You're like, oh my <laughs> god, no. I was completely prepared, man. I was like, I was I'll just sleep here. I'll sleep on this trail and I'll fucking walk out in the morning. But they wouldn't leave, so I had to. In a, <laughs> in a scary movie or in a hunting movie, I've always said I'll never be the last to survive, but I'll be like close to the last because eventually it'll get to a point where someone shoots me in the back of the head and I'm not expecting it. Like I just, <laughs> I completely gloss over a major detail. Like when I argue with someone and the next thing you know, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm over it, but they're like still about it. Next thing you know, you're, hey, Jim, what's that? I think I see a quail and you look over, fucking get shot in the back of the head. <laughs> it was a wake up call though, because I've been stocking up on um beef jerky. Yeah, beef jerky and uh ammunition and things like that i was like what good is this shit going to do me if i can't pack it anywhere <laughs> i think life is kind of this thing where it's like i'm the type of person where i stock up on everything food water and all this and then i miss the one crucial detail of something yeah that's what it like the only reason i stock up on shit now is because i'm afraid there's gonna be another scared damn of like people buying out toilet paper again and stuff which i bought a bidet now if you don't have one invest in one they're awesome <laughs> i um my uh i have a friend over in australia and they're still in lockdown and going through like major like another one kind of type thing yeah. and he's taking a picture of all the aisles and all the toilet paper is gone and this was yesterday and i was like oh my god i remember when we were in that spot too yeah i'm like that's my biggest fear is just people getting scared and buying everything out like uh whenever the uh that cruise that cargo ship got stuck in the canal over and i didn't know about it until the fifth day <laughs> and like everybody's like we're not gonna have any coffee we're not gonna have and i'm a i'm an avid coffee drinker i was like oh shit this might actually impact me so i went and bought all kinds of coffee i bought like these uh three massive things of coffee but i didn't buy any more than that but there were people buying all kinds of that shit i was like damn was the fear that it was blocking the channel so no other deliveries could get through or was the fear that it was all that shipment that was going to be gone it was that no other deliveries could get through basically oh. i think eventually they blow up the fucking ship <laughs> yeah, eventually they would but say if it's coffee that's like america's fuel source so if they're not going to let that somebody's going to launch a nuke right into that thing i fixed it <laughs> i got taken care of I feel bad for that guy that was running that damn excavator or whatever that was digging that thing out. <laughs> Doing all the work and didn't get any of the credit. Nobody can even remember his name. Yeah, poor guy. That would have been the hardest job ever. Um, but I don't know, man. This whole, like, the everybody gets too scared about everything. It's insane to me. I just, uh, it's drove up every price of everything. Like, gas is three bucks yeah ammunition for example which um <laughs> because i just like going out to the range and shooting you know I oh like dude it's fucking fun oh, man it's a stress reliever you know you can shoot targets you can shoot whatever and <laughs> not whatever but you know what i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um i used to skeet shoot a little bit like when my buddy would have because he has all the guns um so whenever i would go hang out with him he's like want to go shooting i'm a beach kid i don't know what shooting is i shot my gun for the first time it's a fucking exhilarating thing yeah my wife was a champion skeet shooter when she was a little kid hell yeah she's still got her little 410 in there it's about this big have you ever <laughs> been shot before uh 
Have you almost ever been shot before? Oh, yeah. Um, I was walking into this house, and it, I wish I could show you, but I was walking into this house after I was mowing one day, and I heard, and then zzzz, hit the side of my house right between me and my door. Damn. Yeah. So there's still a bullet outside inside of my house. It's insane. Somebody was target shooting somewhere and it got away from them or something. Did you, uh, did you fuck after that happened? That's a, that's a moment where I'm like, we're getting laid tonight. <laughs> there wasn't nobody. She wasn't here. She was at work. You don't have to have somebody. to do. <laughs> no, um, I, I came in the house and sat down on the floor because they were still shooting. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I'm about to say, that's something where I call the cops. You're like, tell them to stop. <laughs> I, was, I was screaming at him. i was like hey stop motherfuckers and they just didn't that's what gets me when you hear like someone shoots a bullet up in the air i'm like that has to come down right like at what point does that come down and kill somebody i mean it will like you're not supposed to shoot straight up into the air or anything that's the biggest issue with gun ownership is people are stupid skeet shooting though you accidentally miss the skeet thing you think that bullet's going down <laughs> well with skeet shooting you usually use like buckshot and stuff like that so it's so not buckshot but birdshot so that that that's basically like getting hit with a bb so i that's still don't want to get hit with a bb when i'm mowing <laughs> my lawn i got shot with a bb right here when i was a kid i still got the scar but, my um, buddy dropped one of those pump things so you need to pump it 10 times yeah he set it down on a uh like a like a balcony like a little like railing or something and um one another one of my buddies had his finger like right there his hand out like this like resting on the railing and when he set it down it went off and he pumped it 10 times dude it caught under his fingernail ripped the whole nail off and went down his finger and so it's crazy his nail grew back like it's like a couple of years later his nail starts at like his knuckle and goes all the way up and i'm like that's fucking nuts that's insane ain't it crazy that takes longer to grow a fingernail than it does to get for a child to grow and like a baby to grow on a belt like a like a mother's child or whatever why am i thinking it's too early for me man well i mean i think it's your thumb or your toenail but eventually i think your your fingernails can grow like the whole thing can come off and they'll regrow but your thumb or your big toe does not regrow so like, I think it's once or twice. So if you lose your thumbnail once or twice, I don't know what the number is. It doesn't grow back. So what they do is another one of my buddies, fucking weird with the fingernails, but it's just common with amongst my friends, I guess. Um, th this is the scariest thing for me is losing those. But he lost his thumbnail when he was a kid. And what they did was they took a piece from his a big toenail on it, yeah. put it on his thumb. So he wow. doesn't grow. Uh, it doesn't grow. It just stays the same, but it's just like for aesthetic look. And I'm like, you never have to grow your fucking nails. Like cut them all the time. That's perfect. You know, and there's, they got them glue on nails too. You just slap one of those suckers on there and trim it down. Yeah, but you have to wait a while after that nerve is so exposed. Have you ever like cut your fingernail the wrong way? Like deep out, down in there? Dude, that nerve is like if you have a nerve in your tooth. It fucking hurts. Yeah, I'm, I've lost toenails and stuff before. You it's ever like lost a tooth? Yeah, I've actually had to have some pulled the other day. This is crazy. Um, so apparently I have extra teeth back here that sit right on my gums. Um, they said they'd never seen it before, and it destroyed the top teeth. So I had to get these bottom teeth taken out, and there, I'm going to have to have oral surgery to get these cut out or whatever. And 
And when they were doing it, they look at my x-rays and they seen that I have two sinus capillaries right here. And I have two more up here. So apparently I got six sinus capillaries. Does that help yeah. you breathe more? No, um, it makes it shittier. Apparently, um, they's like I've never seen that either. But my sister has the exact same thing, and I've actually said this on uh, another episode uh, that we did on wearing the folk. Um, I think it's from the years of inbreeding in Leslie County, <laughs> and it somehow carried over to us. Is what I'm thinking. I um, I have my wisdom teeth in, but they're full. And it's here's the issue of like doing a podcast every day is that there was a point, if you look back in my record, I'm wearing a hat, but my one part of my jaw where I got my tooth out is like swollen, like I'm sucking on a golf ball. So like, it's crazy because like I, I had one taken out, but I was like, what about my wisdom teeth? He goes, I think you can keep them, to be honest with you. Because what happened is my mouth, I got hit in the mouth of the bat when I was a kid. So one side of my jaw is pushed back and the other one's forward. So the teeth don't line up. So one's like in front of the other like that. So I was like, so what does it mean to go? Well, you might have to get one side taken out, but the other one looks like it has enough room. And I'm like, that's fucking, I just too much. I don't know what you want me to do. Can you just give me some jello? <laughs> give me some jello and some pain medicine. <laughs> that's how it makes it goes away. It's like putting in a pill in a Snickers. Just put it in my jello. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know, man, that tripped me out because my sister said, like, she had to have surgery for it. And I was like, man, that's weird. And um, I was like, it has to be from the inbreeding that all our ancestors did in the in the holler. Like, it has to be. You say it so commonly. It's not a good thing to be an inbred. <laughs> well, I'm not inbred. Mom, my mom and dad weren't related. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, back in the early 1900s and late 1800s, they didn't go too far outside the holler for love, man. <laughs> Well, it took until like what 1960 something where they figured out that you can't donate sperm in a bank that's three states near where you donated the first time because they realized that eventually your kids are going to meet and then start inbreeding yeah. i think you're naturally attracted to something that your genes also relate to and i think that's the issue it's not really like you find someone like your parents or whatever like sigmund freed or whatever his name's uh or Freudian, whatever he said about, you know, oh, you're going to end up married to your parent. I don't think it's like that. What I think is, I think your genetic code tries to find things that it's similar to. I had two buddies, one I was friends with that actually made the intro to the podcast um, when I was very young, that I was friends with for a very long time. And he told me, and I've talked to historians about this and genealogists to get their thoughts on it. And they're like, it's an interesting thought. Um, when I was friends with him, I remember him saying he was related to Robert E. Lee. You know who Robert E. Lee is? Okay, who is he? He was a Confederate uh, general. I'm glad you know, because I was like, I always say that, and people go, I know who he is. I'm like, all right, I forgot what he did, but I know it's not good now. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I was around like 13, I stopped hanging out with him, and he. I remember him telling me he was related to Robert E. Lee. He showed me a pipe, or not a pipe. He showed me like evidence, like photos of him. And like old school timey, like fucking like looked like it was painted basically. And I was like, that's cool. And then my other buddy, I was hanging out with him for a while. And he goes, you want to know something cool about my family? I'm like, what? He goes, I'm related to Robert E. Lee. I'm like, it's weird you say that because my buddy's also related to Robert E. Lee. He shows me a pipe of Robert E. Lee's. This is Robert E. Lee's. Turns out they're long lost cousins. And I was like, so was my genetic code 
able to be friends with both of these guys, reunite them. I was like, I seems like maybe I was, there was a similar trait that they had. I don't think it's the Confederate thing. I think it's just like the way that they like, they were all, they're both kind of the same height. They were tall. They had black hair, exactly the same kind of in a way. And I was like, was it that like, was uh, apparently like you just got my comedy or something? Like a lot of people don't, maybe you were just, you laughed at my jokes. That's how we became friends. The, the, the robert e lee thing too is crazy because he didn't even want to be on either side he just wanted to be left to fuck alone but so i forget exactly what made him decide to start fighting but it was something real trivial like i don't know like maybe like a son or something was going to fight for the confederacy or something it was something crazy i had someone tell me the lab leak thing is stupid i don't know why we're looking into it and i'm like what why and they're like because it's it's dumb it's just a racial thing i was like if the name of the fucking lab is the name of the virus i'm just saying i'm not saying it came from there i'm just saying can we not rule out all possibilities that's all i'm saying well uh this is something else too because this goes back to you know harp and everything your darper I, I forget it's too early for me but you know china very rarely has tornadoes all right earthquakes yeah well um i guess it was maybe three weeks ago did you hear about the two tornadoes that hit the wuhan lab they're getting rid of the evidence yeah it hit it hit wuhan like two tornadoes hit wuhan i forgot when it was let's see at and least people does it rips through two chinese i'm about to say isn't the who the hw or the who aren't they like recently if you can google it they passed some shit that didn't make a lot of sense like they were passing some stuff about the virus that was like, what did you just say? Like, is this anybody else noticing this conspiracy theory starting to not become a conspiracy theory anymore? Man, I, I, I stopped researching it, honestly, because it was driving me insane. I was like, man, this is nuts. But my friends still keep me up on. There's like, did you see that the two tornadoes hit Wuhan? I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's insane, man. Like, it's just it's it's all theater at this point. It's insane that. We can sit here and watch this stuff take place. Who's to even say that a fucking tornado hit there? Maybe they were just, maybe they did something else. Did like, you find that article though? About who? Yeah. Who? What am I looking for specifically? <laughs> who knew? Let's see. World's health. Or that's something you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find the article to that one yeah i'll read about it but no nah, man like well now, oh yeah now i know what the who said the who not you were talking about the hurricanes don't forget that the tornadoes that hit the wuhan lab yeah. um if you can find that while i'm saying this but the who is now saying that if you're pregnant or if you're a small child that you should wait on getting the vaccine even though they were pushing it not too long ago that's insane so that was on a recent podcast with brett uh Brett Weinstein and I forgot who the other guy is Jerry something on Joe Rogan. Um, it was like an important thing uh, because they're banning a certain word of a certain uh, supplement that can actually help with this virus as well, too. And it's just the sensors banning it because it's not enough testing's done. It's actually called medical misinformation. There's medical disinformation and medical misinformation. So even saying things, if you don't have like, even if saying, Hey, get vitamin D, vitamin D is good for you. If it's yeah. not approved by the censors, it's known as medical disinformation where they ban your channel. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, right here, two tornadoes. This was on May 15th. 
Uh, two tornadoes ripped through China's central city of Wuhan in a town in the eastern province of, uh, I can't pronounce it, killing at least 12 people and injuring hundreds while destroying homes and property. You know, like so well three scientists at the lab contracted the same Ill, uh symptoms as the coronavirus and then one of them actually brought it home to his wife and his wife died from it and they have that hidden and i'm like why are you hiding that shit can we just not like you the more you hide it the more you leave open for this conversation to begin like and i think it's like a two-part thing too like i think it could have came from a bat but that bat got it from that fucking lab more than the fucking black market <laughs> is right next. The, the wet market's right next to the fucking lab exactly so like it's a perfect escape plan to say it came from the market yeah i'm very interested in the fauci emails i haven't read there it's he knew about it but it was like the way that you read it, it's like oh the government was suppressing him not to say all the things like the masks don't work like now they're saying you don't have to wipe down shit so i'm like what the fuck dude that was the craziest thing like when it first started going to walmart and seeing people wearing fucking those clothes that you wash shit with <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know what's the world gonna be cecil do you think we got there's hopes i, I think there's hope man no uh, because like yeah it was a thing around here but people did it as more of a courtesy thing like i'm just gonna wear the fucking mask to walmart who cares and so i'm only gonna be in there for like 10 15 minutes so i'll wear the mask but around here, for the most part, people didn't care. Like we, like we didn't stop having gatherings. Like I'd have people over here all the time. You know, like it's, um, I know, I know people caught it and they died from it, and that sucks. I hate to hear that. Um, if you catch the flu, you you might die from it too. I knew a guy that was twenty five years old that died from the flu. I, don't I had think a past guest on here. Uh, from when we're recording this was a couple episodes ago she talked about getting the vaccine and then actually had to be hospitalized because she must die from an abscess yeah and that's the thing about this whole virus too it treats everybody so different when they get it like uh, my aunt got it and she's in her 60s she was fine she was perfectly fine but there's a fire the fucking war that's not going to kill them <laughs> yeah but there's a firefighter over here. He's in his twenties and he was in ICU from it. Like, how's it affect you so differently? I'm that's why I say it's something in your genetics or something. It has it's to a, be, right? Th there's gotta be something that you don't have. Like, that's why they're starting to think now it's certain blood types. Like my thought was, imagine if you're, you're, which the, what is it? Uh, the exact term for it, for manipulating the virus. There's a certain scientific term for it. Oh God, I'm going to blank on it. Uh, Rand Paul called him on that. On Fauci on that. That's a Kentucky Republican right there. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, give me some filler noise while I look this up. I don't want to wait for my life to be over. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Have you ever listened to Willie Walker Jr.? <laughs> yeah i've listened to wheeler walker i've known about him for like 10 years dude eating pussy and kicking ass <laughs> don't get me taken down from youtube Jesus. Um, what is that what is the, the um the sars covid 2 coronavirus emerged okay this is an article about how it came from the lab um officially from nearly 200 countries discussed the COVID-19 pandemic last year's assembly the who agreed to sponsor the first phase of an investigation into the pandemic in which china denied 
So they're it's basically that. manipulation of everything else. Like that, I've heard that. I, like like I said, I've quit researching because it's just too much, man. But like they splashed HIV gain of function research is what they called it. And gain of function research is the processing of manipulating something to see if it's able to jump from species to species. That's what is a possibility, which I'm saying, I don't know if it's true, but don't rule it out. If you have a bunch of people in a lab and it's affecting certain blood types, see how many people in that lab have this certain blood type. And you realize they pick their blood, found out a way that it can make it jump to this one. And then that's why it's only affecting certain blood types. That was my theory or thought. And then everyone wants to get upset and defended i had some dude tell me that oh you're a conspiracy theorist just like john stewart i'm like no but if it looks like a duck acts like a duck it might be a fucking duck i don't know but i don't want to eliminate that possibility are they summoning john stewart up as a conspiracy theorist now yeah they said that his um thing on the whatever the comedy show the colbert report they said that it was a it made him look crazy and that he's an idiot did you see him on there and i was like i thought he actually was trying to do as best as he possibly can with the sensors. Dude, that guy, is it far from a conspiracy? It's like, to my knowledge, like everything he's ever said was like. He helped 9-11 people. He helped them get the families get money. And the dude has, and it, that's the issue is that some people like, they don't want to, I don't know. They just get into their groups and they don't ever want to listen to anybody else. And that's the biggest issue I have is when you act like you know it all and you really don't. Like, I don't say I know everything. I will, I will give you whatever my thoughts are, perspective is from the stuff I've developed through the show. But I don't know if anything's true. I don't know if octopuses came from space. I don't know what the fuck. I'm fucking clueless as everybody else because I believe the information you might have a lot of might be wrong information. Who's to oh, say? Yeah. And like, so I don't know, man. Like this whole virus thing, it, it, shut, it, shut, it completely changed the world. And I think it changed it forever. I'm just vested because I knew people that killed themselves because they lost their business. So I'm invested in making sure that never happens again. So that's where I'm at. I stand with, I don't, I'm not on a side. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm not liberal. I'm not libertarian. I'm not any of these things. What I am is I'm a truth seeker and I would like to know what the real possibility thing is. And when you're looking for the truth, you do not deny anything that could be a possibility. And, you know, the truth will probably come out in 100 years in some kind of paragraph of a thousand page report. Oh, no, it'll be a 10 page report, not giving you any information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's more than likely what it is. We're all definitely looking into this thing that happened 100 years ago. We just need more money. <laughs> well, Cecil, you've given me enough of your time there, man. I'm sure I'm going to have you back on again. I'd like to have you back on again if you're willing to come back on the show anytime man That's uh awesome. where can people find though i like how you changed it where in the folk i was subscribed to the the bipolar teddy bear and then it switched to where in the folk and i was like what the fuck's this i never subscribed to this show and then it's oh there we go well the bipolar teddy bear was too one person oriented because i am the bipolar teddy bear so he's like um since we're, we merged both shows is what happened and since we merged the shows, we was like, we'll just keep, keep wearing the folk because it's a better stick. You know, you would be like, where in the folk are you? <laughs> I like it. And people can find that on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram. Yeah, you can find not Instagram, uh, but Twitter. you find it everywhere. Twitter, YouTube, Spotify. Um, we're going to bit shoot uh, rock fin. So and everything's that wearing the folk. It's pretty easy to find. And I'll make sure I link it all in the description. Is there anything you want to end on? No, man, this was awesome. I always appreciate coming on here. So anytime you want to have me back or willing to have me back, I'll be right here sitting in the 
ass and seat. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for listening to this episode out of the blank. Stay tuned for our next episode.